Thank you for joining us around the fire. For more information or to make a donation, please visit randomactsnetwork.com. Now, want to hear a scary story? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It was the first big snow of the season, and the streets were filled with neighbors plowing sidewalks and roads, and the occasional kids having snowball fights. Jack had gotten held up at work, and he knew his partner wasn't going to be happy that he'd be so late for dinner. They were hosting friends, and Jack had promised he'd be there with enough time to help set up. He missed the bus, so the quickest route home would be to walk. He cut through the alleyway behind his work building as he dialed Brandon's number to let him know he'd be late. Hey, this is Brandon. I can't answer the phone, so please. No answer. Jack thrust his phone and freezing hand back into his pocket and continued walking into the winter storm. After a few minutes, he couldn't shake the feeling that he was being watched. The city was nearly silent, all sounds getting sucked into the snow, but every once in a while... He swore he heard the unmistakable squish of a boot stepping into fresh snow. The first few times he looked around, he couldn't spot anyone. At some point, almost everyone had gone indoors. The thrill of the first big winter storm was now outweighed by the bitter winds and dark night. Finally, when Jack was certain of the stepping noises coming from behind him, he turned around. He had been walking down a long, straight stretch of sidewalk, and a few hundred feet away was the outline of a slender figure, almost impossibly tall. In the whipping winds and snow, he couldn't see much else. He wasn't even positive the person was actually there, but he didn't feel the need to find out for sure. As he turned around, picking up the pace, he called Brandon again. This time, he answered. Hey, where the hell are you? I'm sorry. Look, I called before. I was stuck at work, but I'll be there in ten. Is everything all right? Of course. Are Stacy and Nick there? Just got here. They can't wait to see you. Are you sure everything is okay? Yeah, it's just fucking freezing out here. Can't see anything. I kept thinking... I kept thinking someone was following me. He turned around looking deeply in the direction of the stranger. There was no one there. I think I'm just tired. Do you want me to stay on the phone with you? No, no. Go talk to them. I'll see you in a few. Okay, love you. Love you. Jack put his phone away once again and glanced back over his shoulder. He was still alone. Had there been anyone there at all? It had been such a long day and his eyes were tired. The blizzard would only add to the delusion. He trudged on, walking a few more blocks before he was certain once again that he could hear someone following him. 
He turned around quickly, projecting his best look of anger, but it dropped from his face, as the stranger was now only a few feet away. His sunken face towered at least two feet higher than Jack's, the giant eyes fixed directly on him. The stranger was as thin and gaunt as a skeleton in tattered winter clothes. Jack was frozen for a moment, taken aback. The stranger slowly revealed a long, distorted smile. Why are you following me? The stranger said nothing. He only continued smiling in that disturbing way. I'll call the police, asshole! Jack turned back around, hoping to God the threat would get this guy off his back. But before he could take another step, the stranger said, Do you want to build a snowman? Jack sighed. Just another weirdo who wasn't even worth a response. He began walking once again, stepping quickly through the fresh snow. He didn't have too much longer to go. It was quickly obvious that the stranger was still trailing him, and finally he turned back around. Sure enough, the man was only a few feet away. Do you want to build a snowman? No, okay? No thank you. No. Have a good night. The man's gaping eyes stared back with a terrifying emptiness. Jack continued walking. He hated having his back to the man, but it didn't make sense to stop moving. At the next intersection, he'd normally keep going straight, but he decided to take a left and go an extra block out of the way. Jack knew in his gut he was still being followed, and didn't want the stranger to be anywhere near his house. The city was a frozen ghost town. Jack checked every driveway, every porch, hopeful someone would be outside shoveling or clearing their car, anyone to distract this creep so he could just get home. The end of the block was nearing, and he heard the crunching of snow right behind him. Taking a deep breath, Jack whipped around, almost face to face with the horrifying stranger. Do you Just leave me the fuck alone, okay? Fuck off, you fucking freak! For the first time, the stranger's smile melted from his face. Jack shivered in the cold. He just wanted to get home. Brandon had just served his guests a second round of drinks when he called Jack's phone hoping for an update. Putting on his coat and boots, Brandon stepped out onto the porch. The winter air whipped his face like the back of a hand, and so much snow fell at once he couldn't see further than three or four feet away. Jack could be in serious trouble. Brandon stepped off the porch and into the yard. Near the street, he could make out the shape of a figure. Jack? They didn't respond, but who else could it be? Brandon continued through the yard, a nearly impossible task in the storm, and the figure came more into view. Brandon realized the shape was much bigger than a normal person, a mass formed by mounds of snow. Finally, he realized that he was looking at a haphazardly made snowman. Clumps of dirt and snow stuck together to create three layers, though they were hardly distinct. The center was horrifyingly decorated with three buttons, though instead of coal, they were human toes, black in the cold. Emerging out of each side was a long stick, on the ends, two severed hands, wearing Jake's gloves, dripping fresh blood into the snow below. Brandon's eyes continued upwards. The snowman smiled back with a half-circle of bloody teeth, chunks of gum and root still attached. Above, two disembodied eyes stared back, optic nerves dangling in the wind. Jack's eyes. Brandon doubled over, getting sick into the snow. He was dizzy, feeling faint. The wind whipped against his skin. 
He reached into his pocket, realizing he'd left his phone inside. Suddenly, he heard movement behind him. The sound of snow being crushed beneath boots. Do you want to build a snowman? A Snowman Written by Brian Renaud Told by Ashlyn Seehafer Featuring Aaron Holland and Brian Renaud (laughs) 